Well, Kit, thanks for doing this today, brother. I, I, um, I really wanted to get your perspective because I, I mean, I appreciate your perspective on careers and, mm. and hard work and, and, uh, we're, we're in a very strange time, but you've been, and the reason I say strange time is, I mean, that that's almost an overused phrase at this point, but it, it seems apropos right now, but especially with respect to, uh, the, the world in, in careers, because this is one of the first times where we're, and many of us are being told to stay home unless we are essential or, and, and, um, you know, I'm thinking about my brother who works at a, or worked in a factory in Ohio where I'm from. And, uh, his whole factory was, was closed down. He builds cabinets yeah. and, um, you know, he was effectively laid off. They don't know if they're going to open the, the, the plant back up. Same week, his wife was laid off from her yeah. office job. And, uh, and this is just two weeks ago. Right. And, and so he's working at an Amazon fulfillment plant right now to try to make ends meet and making about a third of what he was making just, uh, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's, he's, he's in a, a predicament and this is, this is not about the business, you know, pre pandemic was actually going really well. And they were, they were making all these cabinets and, and all of a sudden it's like, I don't even know if this place is, is going to be around, uh, post post pandemic. And, and I, I'm just wondering, what are your, what are your thoughts right now? What do you tell someone who no longer feels secure in their job? I, there's just so many people right now that just don't feel secure. Yeah. Well, the reality is, is that the, the first thing is this economy, uh, was pressed paused. I mean, it just, it was like a big giant pause button that, that was pressed and it's not an economic pattern. It is the greatest economic disruption the world has ever seen because all of the fundamentals were healthy. If you look at the end of February, we were at record unemployment lows, 3.5%. We were in a situation where there were more jobs available than there were people who were unemployed. It was a white hot job economy. And then all of a sudden, due to a health uh, challenge, uh, to say the least, a pandemic, and then all of the panic and fear and the uncertainty that leaders are having to deal with, everything gets completely shut down and everybody contracts. And so it's a contraction, not even a depression. We're not even near that yet. So the first thing is perspective. Now, is the economy going to have a V-shaped recovery and we don't know that. And and so we have to deal with what we can be certain of. And what we can be certain of is that once the uh, pause button is, is again pressed and we begin to get back into a normal rhythm, consumers will come out of the cave, if you will. And at some point, we're going to have normal activity again. And so what you focus on is what your brother has done and and his wife is heroic. They have said, okay, we've been thrown a complete curveball. We're still going to have to hit it. And, right. and we're not going to just, you know, take our bat and go home. And so your, your, your brother stepped up and said, all right, I've got to go take care of the basics and do everything I can just to get through this time period. So I would tell, and I do tell my audience, if you have been kicked out of the nest, you must focus on what you can control and what you can control is doing everything that you can possibly do to take care of just the four basic needs. And that is food, that is your shelter, 
that is your utilities in that shelter and transportation if you need it. In many cases, transportation isn't even needed right now. So it's a hunkered down, do whatever it takes mentality. However, while you've got these short-term actions, you've got to be thinking long-term. And Joshua, we know this, you and I've talked about this at length, that 70% of Americans, 80% of workers worldwide weren't happy in their work prior to this. So right. there is a bit of an opportunity here to reset some things and look at the situation and go, what would I need to do to insulate myself from a problem like this in the future? And I think you, mm. you look at your employment and you look at your financial situation. And You know, and, you know, you know my, my brother, has uh, he's always had this dream of opening a food truck. And now, now could be you know, potentially the, the perfect time for him, especially you know, while he's 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 still working it doesn't mean he needs to 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 quit the job that he's at right now that's right. currently paying the mortgage and, and buying food for his infant daughter it, it what it means is that this might be a time for a pivot that's right you know this is the time in the downtime to be getting ready for go time and so let's take that example so let's say he wants to get a food truck and he's going well Ken I'm, I'm limited I I'm, I'm working right now for a third of what I was being paid well, that's absolutely true. But what are the ideas? What are the the research that you can do? Uh, you know, can you begin to make some connections on you know, who has some old trucks that maybe I could restore? And you begin to do the things you can do and you begin to plan and begin to research and lay out a, a model, a business plan for the future. That's a wonderful thing to do right now because it will help you mentally to stay engaged and also to focus on some positive things in a time of great negativity. So that's a wonderful thing where he's going, all right, I would have to have this much money to to purchase the truck, to buy this equipment. Uh, I would need this amount of branding to be done. I would have to do this, this, and this. Okay, now where can I begin to to go to get the answers to those type of things? And so it might be something that he doesn't get to, Joshua, for another two years, but it is in these moments that he laid out the plan and that he had the vision and he took the early steps that make that dream of owning a food truck a reality. So, you know, that's the mindset we have to have right now. This too shall pass. This is a storm. What do we have to do to survive the storm? And then more importantly, what do we do when the storm is over? And, and what do you tell someone who is on a job hunt right now? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there, there were people who, who before this whole pandemic occurred, they were unhappy with their job, as you said, and maybe they were, you, I've, I've heard you say in the past, the best time to, to look for a new job is when when you have a, a job currently. Mm-hmm. And I know you've got a bunch of resources on your website. You've mm-hmm. got you know, the, the resume guide and the interview guide. Uh, but what do, you, what, do you, what do you tell people who are on the job hunt right now, where, as, as you said, a month ago, there was a surplus mm-hmm. of openings, and now there is this deficit of, That's right. of job openings? Yeah, that's a really good question. And so what you have to focus on right now is your reality. So the, the scarcity of jobs is 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 the bigger issue now. So if we're going to go job hunting, I love that phrase. If I'm going to go hunting for an animal, I've got to go where those animals are going to be. I don't just walk out into a field and hope that animal walks upon me. So I've right. got to go where I need to be hunting. So we look at scarcity. And we say, okay, we got to go where people are hiring. And so your brother's another perfect example. You know, Amazon announced 100,000 jobs. You've got pharmacies 
big pharmacy box chains, you know, that are hiring like crazy. You've got uh, big retail and, and online retail stores that are hiring lots of delivery locally, things of that nature, uh, healthcare support jobs. So you don't have to have the healthcare degree or the expertise, but you're in a support job. The point is you look at in your area and your zip code, this is the exercise, who's hiring in my zip code? Who's hiring? And that, and that doesn't have to be be a permanent shift no. either. Quite often we, we look for a job, we think, uh, like our grandparents thought, where we're going to be working at the same place for the next 30 years. Mm-hmm. That's not our current reality anymore. No, it's short-term thinking so that we can we can survive and then we go back to long-term thinking. And, and so you can do the same thing. The answer is you do the same thing you would do in a normal situation, except understand that you're probably not going to have an in-person interview. It's probably going to be over video or over the phone. But you, you're still the same, same tactics that I teach every day, which is use your web of connections. You know, uh, this is the way that opportunities come to you, number one. And then this is the way that you maximize the opportunity. If you've got somebody, a relationship that knows somebody in a place that is hiring, you are leveraging that relationship and you're, you're okay asking for help. Say, hey, I've got no pride right now. I just need to do work. I'll do two jobs, three jobs. I just need to get out there and get after it. So it's the same mentality, a little bit more urgency if you've been furloughed or you've lost your job. But nothing else really changes other than it's okay to take something in the short term that keeps me going so that I can get back on the road with the long-term strategy. That's right. So I've been talking to quite a few people during these little quarantine conversations, these, these short little nuggets here. And I've been asking folks what they're struggling with personally right now. And also, what are they doing to thrive, surprisingly, in, in a time like this? And are there, are there any things that you found that, that you're struggling with during, during this, uh, this whole pandemic situation? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked me that. Because every day I'm trying to, you know, push out hope. I'm not trying, we're doing it. And we're giving some practical steps and things can do. But I, I tell you, uh, I hit a funk last week, Joshua. And, and, and I just knew I was off. And uh, I did what I, what I like to do when I'm in a funk. I try to get in a really quiet place. So I grabbed a cigar and I went and sat near the lake in our neighborhood and under some trees. Nobody else was around me. And I just sat there and I processed what was going on? What did I think was happening to me? And my funk and the struggle that I'm having right now is my heart is breaking for people that I feel have have been pushed into really desperate situations that that I don't think they should have been pushed into, but that's not why I'm here and that's what I it's not what I talk about, but that's the feeling I have. I look at where we were in February and I look at where we are now and I go gosh, I just don't feel like this had to happen. And there's some people that are really struggling. I'm talking to friends whose businesses were thriving six weeks ago and they're having to shut the doors today. And that, and, and, and I'm watching my kids go in this, this new rhythm where they're learning from home and they miss their friends. And I'm still doing the same thing. I've, I relatively have the same routine. And so I've, I'm struggling with this disruption and how unjust I feel that it is. And none of that has to make sense. But that's what I've been struggling with, Joshua. It just feels like everything was going so well in a lot of areas. And then, boom, the whole world. This, 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 And it just feels unjust. And I think my heart's aching for so many people that uh, are going to have to rise from the ashes. 
Now, Ken, I know you're an optimist. Are, are there yeah. small ways that you're thriving throughout this? You know, the yeah. world has been turned upside down for everyone, even including me and you who who have relatively similar routines. I mean, yeah. there's certainly been disruptions there and, and, and there are some changes, but are there ways that you feel that you're using this time to, to thrive in a way? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting better by learning things I didn't have to learn, thinking through new ideas and solutions to bring to the audience that we have, plus what we anticipate will be an even larger audience when you're a national radio show and you get a, a YouTube show that was growing and still growing in the midst of this thing. There's going to be a lot of people, Joshua, that need what we're offering, which is direction on what is it that you were created to do and how do you figure that out? And then once you figure it out, how do you make that a reality? And how do you just get hired? What's the best way to, to, to get the gig when everybody else is out there looking as well? And so being challenged and and that challenge is making me thrive. I've never been more alive mentally and I've never been more optimistic about coming out of this thing. And so uh, just the learning and 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 the thinking and the creating and the shift and all the pivoting that we're having to do, it it's been uh, it's been really life-giving. That's beautiful. Ken, I think it's a, it's a great place to end. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Joshua. You're awesome.